What is it we need to know? We're about to find out. What you need to know is brought to you by Morago Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And here she is, the queen of Instagram Live okay. at UNEEQ <laughs> underscore Laura Romo. Uh, thanks. I loved it, dude. <laughs> right, I, I loved I know, it last right? night. I mean, you were there for like two seconds, but I appreciate it. No, no, no. no I, I, I legitimately spent with you at least like almost 10 minutes the first round. Okay. And then the second time I was kind of in and out because I was like, is she still really going? Yeah, I was. I, was. <laughs> I really, I really <laughs> Are you doing it again tonight? No, no, no. we're not doing that. <laughs> we're definitely not doing that. No, we're not. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So you guys travel. Definitely. I know Clinton said I'll travel a lot. Yeah. And as we all know. When you go get your bags, if you checked in your bag, it takes forever, right? You're like waiting for your bag and it's just a hassle. I hate that. I know a lot of people that hate that. But in Seattle, okay, something strange happened in the luggage. Carousel. Car oh my God. Carousel. Why right. can't I? Every sec, every what you need to know, the second version, I'm always tripped We're out. powering through, okay? You know We're what I'm saying? Through, and stay like, in the box, stay Ooh. on the pitch. You know what's but, coming. Let's go. So. Something weird happened. Chicken, raw chicken, came out instead of a luggage. So there was a little raw, a box, a little block of raw chicken. <laughs> yes. Not a live chicken. No, no, no. Raw chicken. Raw chicken. It seemed to have been maybe in some kind of box and it got messed up. Like a cooler, I don't know. A cooler Something, man. Open. It was just little like a little frozen box of raw chicken. And people started, obviously, took out their phones and started like, what is this? People thought it was a joke. And the TSA released a video of the luggage-shaped pile of raw chicken. Thighs, by the way. Wings and thighs. Oh, I told y'all. <laughs> told y'all about them thighs yesterday, y'all. In case you forgot. Wings and thighs, okay. But can we just say, I thought we had a wing shortage, and now we got them on the... I don't know, man. It's it's just crazy. They don't know exactly how that happened, but um, yeah. So if you, <laughs> I don't know who was traveling with some frozen wings and thighs and lost them <laughs> in Seattle. <laughs> so, Scott, let me ask you something. I've been to a lot of different, obviously, airports in a lot of different decades and a lot of different continents. I've seen some pretty wild things at the carousel, including a human coming out of the carousel. No way. Which, oh yeah, which was not in this country, but it was like, you know, this person was a stowaway who was trying to get to this place. And that was probably number one on the list. And it was actually very scary. Like, I'm not even making that up. Like, it wasn't like it was cool. It was like, oh my God, that's terrifying. I was a kid. It was like, what is going on here? But what's the wildest thing you've ever seen at a, at a, at a carousel? Wow, that's a great question. And by the way, a human being coming out on the carousel who was a stowaway wow. on an airplane, that is guts, man. Yeah, Seriously. Yeah, pretty wild. Because that's, that, that's a, you got to really figure out how you're going to get into the airport, how you're going to get down to the plane. How you're, that's cool um, and weird um, and dangerous. But, you know, Laura, I saw this mm -hmm. and I, I saw the video and I thought to myself, did somebody. Like, is there a piece of luggage somewhere? That <laughs> Missing chicken is, and thighs. Well that, that, well, that was made out of, like, rubber chickens that somebody thinks this is funny. Like, I, I really, so. I honestly, when I saw the, the, I thought it was a piece of luggage. Mm -mm, because the TSA, uh, actually, when they 
sent out the video, they said, don't wing your travel packaging. In order to what? keep from ruffling any feathers, means you should properly package ice or dry eyes permitted <laughs> to keep the flock chilled. <laughs> TSA is running bits now? Yeah. This is what we're doing on the bird? I mean, pun intended, but like, what, what's happening there? That what, What's going on, TSA? That's weird. Have oh, you man. seen this picture or the video of this, Clinton? No, I've not. Oh, my Send God. it to me. You've got to see this. Once Laura, again, behind the show curtain, everybody. I missed the pre-show meetings. So <laughs> oh, no. This, but this is unbelievable. Like, on the link. See, when you see this, like I, I feel like a moron right now because I was like, who makes a piece of luggage that looks like like chicken? I can't believe you thought that. I swear to you. Like, I, I mean, well, well, what a weird thing. How the heck did it get like that? You know I what I mean? I don't know. I mean, look, the, the thighs... And the wings ain't that crazy when you're talking about a live human <laughs> coming out. So, yeah, no, uh, you true. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, I thought the wings and the thighs were a little crazy, but now Clint's like, yo. I've seen some wild stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, like, That's I used wild. to travel back and forth to South Africa all the time in the 90s, bro, when my dad lived there and worked there. Like, you'd see, I saw a guy get dragged off a plane in Nigeria once. Like, it was on, a, on the tarmac. It was wild. Yeah, man. Seen some things, bro. I'm trying to think of like some <laughs> things that I've seen on a carousel that have come out that are like the kind of stuff that you have a good story about. I don't really have one. Mm-mm. My favorite is when I go to cover like a tournament, like a baseball tournament. And you can always sort of tell, like, who's there for what. And so, like, the bat bags start coming out of the thing. <laughs> There's all these huge dudes standing around, like, waiting. And they have their, like, half baseball stuff on. You're always like, oh, that guy's waiting for his bat bag. I know what's going on. And it's funny. You know, some guys will have their little brothers carry them for them. It's, it's a fun bit. That is uh, – I, I swear to you, I really thought that was a piece of luggage that was intended to look like a bunch Mm-mm. of chicken. No, you can <laughs> – I mean, if you uh, – I saw it and I was like, never thought that. Because you can clearly see this is raw chicken. Ugh. It's <laughs> disgusting. Salmonella. Yeah. Right. Miss, miss me right. With that. Right. The, the smell going around the carousel. You can only imagine. I think about the That's guys gross. that actually take it and put it on the carousel. Like, what were they thinking? Hard workers, bro. Mm-hmm. Those dudes are dudes. You ever, you, do you know anybody who's ever done that job, Scott? No. I, yeah, I do. That, that is so there's two there's two jobs that I say require legitimately close to elite athlete ability that people don't have realized have nothing to do with the field and like outside of like dance and stuff like that. Number one is the steady cam operators who do things at games. Ooh, Dude, those yes. dudes have incredible footwork. Okay. In studio, on field, these dudes are operating massive cameras that are moving around on the thing. Those dudes are incredible athletes. And the guys who run your luggage are the same. They're like power lifters. You know what I'm saying? They're short. What is it? Clean and jerk or whatever. Yeah. They're doing that 25 times an hour, you know, and they're doing it with ease. And it's like, bro, you got to be, you're, it's, it's a specimen that has to be able to do that job for sure. Anybody can't do that. What's a job you would do that you don't look at as being like a, a phenomenal job to have, but mm-hmm. you think you'd be really great at it? Oh, I, I've said this all the time. I'd be a garbage man for sure. For sure, dude. Why would you, you be a good garbage man? Pick stuff up, launch it into the bucket. That's your whole gig. You know what I'm saying? I was a baseball player. You know what I'm saying? I'm throwing things all over the place for fun. Like that's, that's the gig. You know, and you get to ride on the back of a truck. You know what I'm saying? Like at the open air. Oh, that'd be great. I think I would be a phenomenal grocery bagger. Okay. I could see that. You Thanks. got a nice little level of of, of, ch- of of small talk you get to give. You can get in and get out. You know what I mean? You can show the hand speed for sure. 
I also like the organizational skills part of it. I like the Tetris of it all. Okay. You know? Like I'm I like to make sure all produce goes with all produce and all cold stuff stays with cold so stuff. So you're not a bag balance. You're not a balance like a like a so okay, so this is we can get really into this. My dad was big into this because my dad used to bag groceries when he was in high school and he would always be like, You have to balance the bags. It's not just about keeping like for is like. True. You know what I'm saying? So like if I've got, for example, let's just say I got a cranberry juice a little ocean spray, Greg, and let's just say I've got a little lemonade and I've got a gallon of milk, but I've got enough stuff. You like that? Enough I like stuff the ocean spray because Cranapple is very good. <laughs> it's all Cranapple is delicious. Anyway, enough stuff to sort of parcel out three bags. I'm not going with my three liquids in one bag. I'm, you know, putting a liquid per bag and then I'm separating them. This is very deep grocery chalk talk, but I think about this kind of stuff. Yeah, like I'll take a, a frozen pizza, and if I get like two things of frozen pizzas, I want to put those in the same bag, and then I want to put other things that need to remain cold in between the two frozen pizzas. So I really put a lot of thought and energy and effort into it. Oh, and yeah. When, so when, you're framing when some, your work. Yeah. Right. Like right. That. And so when I go to the grocery store and they're like, oh, no, we got it. We're going, I'm like, no, no, please allow me. I like to do it. Uh, chime in from the text line. Steve Mason has texted us, and he says, I would be an EMT, great under pressure and in a crisis. Greg, your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe. He's uh, he's pretty good under pressure. I don't want to say anything too No, I'm bad. messing with you, but this is fine. Yeah. You know all right, Greg. I mean, EMT, is... Mason. All right, all right, so I feel like Mason would be a good ambulance truck driver. Driver, the driver, you know sure. I could see him ambulance, being a good driver. They, are ambulances trucks? Is that what we call them? Anyway, a big, a, he'd be a good yeah, ambulance a truck. driver. Sure, it's a truck. All right, you have to take a job. It's not a sedan. That's, that's not a no. sexy job necessarily, but something you think you'd be really, really good at. What are you going to do? I have another do? one too. Anyway. Yeah, you go with yours first. I'd... I would be also be really good at being a groundskeeper at a baseball field. That's a separate discussion. So go ahead. Oh yeah, you got groundskeeper Twitter all on. All <laughs> like, that's that's yeah. a real thing. That would be really good. A lot of interest. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think this is it, man. Laura, <laughs> you got an idea? You got one? <laughs> it's, you you got to have a job. It's restaurant a sexy manager. Job. How about oh, that? Restaurant manager. Okay. See, I was front thinking, of the house. Yes, yeah. front of the house. <laughs> yeah. I Major was gonna D. say like uh, a club manager because there's music, and I boss people around. I'm with mm, it. Okay. So you'd be in Bad Boys 5, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's like whenever something goes down in the club, it's like, yeah. oh, the club manager has to deal with this nonsense. You know, yeah. That's a fun job. Speaking mm -hmm. of Bad Boys, I think that's what I got to watch tonight. I haven't seen Bad Boys for life yet. I think that's tonight's. What? Venture. What? That's tonight's oh venture. Oh, my yeah, God. Did you venture. see my face when you yeah, said no, that? Yeah, no, you got upset. I, I, I wanted to watch it. I, I love the first two. I got to watch this one. Uh, I just haven't I, gotten I'll it yet. tell you this, just to quickly get on to the next topic and finish the last movie I saw in the movie theater was Bad Boys for Life and I saw it with you might be familiar with his work from the Dan Levitard show I saw it with Roy oh, in nice. Miami <laughs> we made a date nice. to go see Bad Boys for Life in Miami it was a blast yo was it good it's it was I mean again if you go with your homie who likes the series in the place that it happens it's guaranteed to be good yeah. but sure I liked it I don't know what you're so me think. solo on the couch no <laughs> No, no. Probably went, not going to be all. All right. Maybe you won't be solo. Maybe Laura will do an Instagram live. No, maybe no, no. Maybe no, you'll have no, we're not doing that. No, we're not, no, we're not doing that. But I actually went across the street, made my friend drive from the IE so we could watch it here. I'm like, this is it, it, opening like literally the night it opened or like midnight yeah. release or whatever. We were across the street mm. watching that. That's what's up.
Mm-hmm. This is Will Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, Mike Lowry. Good, good Google. Good Google. Lowry. No, no, I didn't have to Google it, but I didn't know Kate there was Del a third Castillo installment. Was also in him, just saying. You didn't know there was a third installment. No, I missed yeah. it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. At least guys, Greg I watched, knew. I watched sports oh, yeah, and I have four kids, guys. <laughs> the, Mike Lowry was not a poll I expected him to have. Mike Lowry. Uh, <laughs> see, that's why he has it. Okay. But no, yeah, it's great. It's a great film. Great cinematography. <laughs> great scripts. Great soundtracks, which is important. Nice little twist twist. You know what I'm saying? We love to see it. Mike Lauer, Bad Boys for Life was a big subject on the morning show a few years ago when it when it first came out. Oh, I remember. Yeah, that was when I came in guns blazing. <laughs> you were angry. Raj was acting like Bad Boys was a non thing. I was like, I'm sorry, what? We, we had to start yelling at people. It was, it wow. was, yeah, it was a real, real, real topic. Well, I just want a grocery pull, bag. Greg. I want sorry. a bag groceries. That's I'm going to be really good at it. I'm telling you right now, you'll come back every time. You'll find me at the grocery store. You're like, I want that guy to bag my groceries because he takes a lot of pride in it and he has a, a whole system for bagging groceries. I'm very proud of that, Clinton Yates. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm totally with you on that. Like, I totally understand every element of that. The organization of a grocery store is an elite-level food supply chain skill and, you know, you have to start at the bottom. You know, the building blocks, as we like to say, Cap. You know how football coaches and a lot of coaches always tell you, these are the building blocks. You know what I'm saying? You're a bagger. You can understand the organization of a grocery store. And you can I, build up from there. I'm with you. All right, stick around, everybody. Uh, we're going to play Big Deal or No Deal a little early today. I'll explain why coming right back. And then I still am feeling a game of college football's version of Name That Tune. So stay with us, everybody. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, everybody. Well, we're going to play a game of big deal, no deal, a little early today here on Sedano and Cap. I'm going to tell you why. Greg, I hope you don't mind me telling everybody why, because I think it's, it's actually quite cute if you want to know the truth. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So corporate Greg here tonight, Clinton, mm-hmm. has um, open house for his daughter's school via Zoom, and it starts at 640. And my man can't not go to open house for his daughter's school. So we got to get him out of here a little bit early. He's got to go. Right. He's got to go. So we'll play big deal or no deal a bit early, and then we got lots of other stuff we were going to get to anyway. we're going till 7, and we're Greg-free post-6.30. Oh, my God. 6.35? I might might say some things that would really make him No, 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 no. Please do not. No, no. The thing is that you're not kidding. No, no. I will be invoicing you appropriately. No, I'm kidding. Um... Okay, well, hold on. <laughs> Quickly, what do you have to do for the back-to-school night, parents' night, whatever it's called, um, for, for, your, for your duties, Greg? Be on the Zoom with a pen and paper. Oh, faking like you're paying attention. Well, bro, I, will, you, I will not be faking paying like attention. I will be paying attention. I'm messing around. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I you could easily put the Zoom in the background like I do school and then do other stuff. You want me to do it right. in here? I'll do the no, Zoom no, in here. No, no, it's okay. You don't have You don't want to hear all that? You want to hear that? No, no, no. I don't want to hear that. No, no, we don't. That's inappropriate. It's like people who have to use human resources videos and stuff that they never really watch, but they just keep clicking next, next, next. You know what I'm saying? I never do that with work stuff or anything else. Oh, really? No, never. I actually read 
and listen to every video that oh. they give us. Uh -huh. Let's go to Big you. Deal No Thank Deal, you. Laura. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Chris. All right, Clinton. The movie The Rocketeer came out 30 years oh. ago. And it was actually a really oh. cool movie, although it did not get a lot of acclaim. It sounds like you actually like it some. Yes. Awesome. I'm actually very happy to hear that. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. It was about a stunt pilot named Cliff Saccord and the, and the rocket-powered jetpack he tried to use for the powers of good. Well, a new movie called The Return of the Rocketeer is coming to Disney Plus at some point and is currently being filmed. The movie aside, would being able to safely fly around with rocket-powered jetpacks be a big deal or no deal. Okay, first of all, there's no movie aside in this situation. Okay, like, that's fine. That? I didn't think I, you guys were going to like the movie, so I, I went with I the am movie a aside. I person who, as a visual arts human, the movie poster of The Rocketeer is a top 10 of all time movie poster of all time. Like, look it up. Okay, The Rocketeer was one of the coolest looking, like, it just it embodied what, to me, a movie poster is back when movie posters were a thing, and it actually is true to the form to the movie and the, the spectacle of the film. So that's number one. Number two, do you remember when those maniacs were doing this nonsense outside of LAX? Guys were flying around in their stupid Iron Man suits or whatever, and people were seeing them on planes. Do you remember this? Do you remember this? No. I was on, you don't remember this? Look this no. up. I was on one of those planes where you could see a dude I don't even know what he was doing. It happened like two or three times. So, like, no, I'm not here for guys flying around on jetpacks in real, actual life. Hollywood magic, sure, but like, please keep your aircraft to yourself. What is the? What is it called? There's a, there's another one of these like rocket jetpacks that you put on, but they're but you're in a in a body of water, and it utilizes the water to go through the, like this big. Tube yeah, I know and what you're talking about. I, I don't air. know what they're called, but I've seen those before. Yeah, dude, I would do that. Like, I I, I might would, do that. I would be all in on that. I would love to do that. Although parasailing behind a boat seems kind of scary to me. But that's probably because I saw the Netflix series Who Killed Sarah and my brain's going in a different direction. Wow, that um, was weird. I'm in for the Rocketeer. I'm, I'm, I'm not in for the movie. I'm in for the jetpack. I'm in for flying around on one of these jetpacks. I'm in. All right, next, Laura. The Rocketeer is such a great, great poll. <laughs> All right, Cap. I love this stuff. I don't know why, but it just makes me laugh. I was scrolling through Twitter today, and I saw a graphic with Dennis Rodman talking to Phil Jackson. Above the graphic, it said via the Full Send podcast, Phil called me the best player he ever coached. It was straight out of the mouth of Rodman. Is this a big deal or no deal? I'm going to have to go with no deal because I don't know that I believe Rodman. So... I mean, listen, Dennis Rodman was an amazing player. He was a great all-around player. Do a lot of things on the basketball floor. and uh, But he obviously wasn't the world's greatest teammate. He wasn't the most reliable teammate. So I have a hard time believing that Phil Jackson would ever say to him, Dennis, you're the best basketball player I've ever been around, or you're the best player I've ever coached. So I'm going to go no deal because I'm not buying it. This is a big deal, and I'm buying it, but I think that the nuance of what he's getting at is a little different than the face value of what is presented. Meaning, I think that what Phil Jackson is intending to say there is, of the great players that I coached, this guy was probably the most coachable, in fact, and he improved the most within what I was trying to do of all of those players. You coach a guy like a Michael, Michael's going to be Michael. You know what I'm saying? You coach a guy like a Scotty. Scotty's going to be Scotty in relation to Michael as well. But Rodman came when Phil was there and adapted well to the system because that guy was a great coach. I think that's what he means. But was he really a coachable guy? I mean. Yes. 
That's what my point is. I like, know. Just but, because but, you don't want to play basketball 20,000 times a year doesn't mean that you're not a coachable player. Rodman was a guy who figured out at an, I'm not going to say an advanced age, but the secondary portion of his career, remember, that was post-Pistons and also post-Spurs mm-hmm. cap. You know what I'm saying? He was on his third team. People were like, yo, Jordan wanted him. And I think that what he means by coachability is that, listen, once he figured it out, he figured it out in a way that not a lot of guys could. I actually respect him for saying this. All right. Well, I kind of feel like, you know, coachable is one thing. Dependable, I suppose, is something else. Yeah. They mean different things in football and basketball, too, I think, in this case, especially Mm -hmm. in the NBA. You know, at that time, it was a different matter. Like, you know, they needed him. He was there when they needed him, and he was there in a way that I think a lot of people didn't think that he would be. So, All right. Next, Laura. Thank you. All right, Clint, the Brooklyn Nets just signed Paul Millsap, which is actually a really good signing and pickup for them. But now they are also the front runners to sign LaMarcus Aldridge, who is coming out of retirement. If you remember, Aldridge retired just a few games into his Nets time over the last season. Is this a big deal or no deal? This is a no deal. I don't mean to be critical, but when I saw that headline run across the bottom, the Paul Millsap, there was a reasonable, reasonable amount of he's still in the league question marks that came up for me and I know that's kind of harsh to say so if you're going back to guys who were literally not in the league as well and LaMarcus Aldridge I mean I I just don't see these being impact pickups I mean good for them for getting contracts but like no this is not it's not moving the needle for me in the NBA circle yep I'm I'm also going here with no deal I mean listen if you were to go on to uh, NBA.com right now and you were to type in LaMarcus Aldridge guess what he don't show up because he wasn't an NBA player last year. Um, I just don't think this is a big deal. I, f- I feel like this is you know one of those end-of-the-bench kind of signings, or maybe it's somebody uh, on that team like Kevin Durant thinks, hey, he's a good guy to have around the locker room to carry my bags for me. I'm not really sure. But um, I just don't think it's an impact signing either. I'm going no deal. That's it. You're done with us, huh, Greg Bergman? Yeah, that's it. we got to go to break, and that was my three. All right, there you go. Okay, very well. All right, we're prepping this guy to go to a Zoom call for uh, open house in school. All right, very good. Hey, um, coming up, I want to talk to you, Clinton, about some of the great phrases in sports because last night, do you know that Mookie Betts went four strikeouts last night? Yeah, you know sombrero. That? A golden sombrero, right. Where does that come from? No idea, but I've been hearing it every, every, every dugout I've ever played in my entire life. That's a term that I've known. I want to talk to you about that. Plus, with all this college football going on, I've been saying it for a little while now, I'm feeling a game of name that tune. So stick around, everybody, because Greg's got to go hustle off to, uh, off to school, and, and we're going to stay right here. Don't go anywhere. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, everybody. It is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. College football has kicked off tonight, Clinton. And obviously played last weekend. UCLA had a game against uh, Hawaii. They'll play against LSU this Saturday. USC is going to play against Fresno State. Or no, no, San Jose State coming up this weekend. So it got me thinking, Clinton, about college fight songs. Do you think you know any college fight songs? Like, if I played for you a college fight song, could you get it, you think? Like the I'm most not going to kill ones. this bit, but I'm going to tell you my stance on college fight songs off the rip. They all sound the same, and they all suck. Sorry. I can kind of recognize Michigan's. I might be able to differentiate it from Notre Dame's, but that's the difference between, like, Merry Melodies and Looney Tunes theme songs, <laughs> which are very hard to differentiate because they were all written at the same time by random people who all had the same, I mean, you know, by the same type of people who all had the same instrument. So, like, we'll give it a rip, but I wouldn't be able to recognize the fight song at the college I went to if it was playing right in front of me with the band with the, you know, Red Hawks name on their jersey. All right, so. so, Laura, go ahead and play the song you were just playing as we came in from break. Play that song again if you don't mind. All right, so here's what I can tell you, Clinton. I gave Laura a list of schools that I thought would be relevant because they're playing in big games this weekend. Okay. I don't have the list in front of me, I'm telling you. I hope you have a lot to fill on this because I'm telling <laughs> you there's no way. I don't, I'm I don't know any, any of them either. Okay, so, so here, let me take a listen to this one right here. Again, they all sound <laughs> the exact same. Like, let me guess. There's some lyrics about, I don't know, carry on through the fall on our beautiful campus and whatever it is that the football brings us joy about is what we're going to celebrate. That's what every lyric to every fight song is. All right, I, I'm going to just say right now, I have no idea what fight song this is. Of course you don't. And it wasn't on your list. I purposely, oh, thank you, Laura. Purposely, Starting things off with a Purposely bang. did it to come back with a rejoin with a song, <laughs> like a fight song that you didn't have on your list and I knew you weren't even going to notice. So give us a hint, though. Uh, north, up north. <laughs> okay, Minnesota. Um, no, Damn. green, yellow, Oregon, Oregon. Oregon. Oh, that's not north. That's northwest. Okay, that's whatever. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. I'll be at the Oregon Ohio State game week after next. Sidebar. All right. So yeah, Laura. By the way, I gave you a list, but it does, I didn't know any of their songs. I just said these are the teams that are playing this weekend. Oh, I, think I know, you, but I yeah. figured. Like, my whole thing is I don't really care for fight songs either. So I thought it would be funny to come in with one you didn't ask. That was fun. And I figured you wouldn't even notice. <laughs> okay. yeah, which I didn't. Which I didn't. I, I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it. Okay, so, so give us another fight song off that list, and let's see if any of us can identify it. Okay. Greg. Did you say is, Greg? Did yeah. you chime in? Game of Game style? All right, yeah, Greg. Right. Let's isn't, go. Isn't that USC? It is. Oh, okay. Greg Bird. How do you know that? How do you identify that? Is it the drum is it the drum line? Yeah, I've heard I've heard this, you've heard this damn line. song over I hate and over. It. Well, again. how many times have you heard it? Are they won that many games and you've been there? No. Hey! Hey! Uh, <laughs> UCLA USC games, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear it a lot at those games, huh? <laughs> Every time they get a freaking first down. Yeah. Uh, it's annoying. Right. They are annoying. Oh my you guys goodness. ready for another one? All right, let's hear another one. All right, I got this, this one, one too. I think. Yeah. I think. This is Michigan, right? 
No. No. Isn't this no, Notre Dame? Notre Dame. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, I told you. I told you. <laughs> They're like twin brothers that have the same haircut. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to delineate. All right? Hard to delineate. Yo. You like that one, Scott? That's funny. It's true. We, I mean, I went to high school with two twin haircut. brothers. We had different haircuts. So they were easy to tell apart. But when they got That's the same funny. haircut, hard. All right. So there's Notre Dame's fight song. Okay. All right. Go ahead. This sounds like something from a Disney movie. The, again, they all sound like something <laughs> from a Disney movie. Nice little drumline. I'm, I, I mean, you got nothing for me. Give me a hint. You should know this. Is this my school? Yeah, it is. Okay, <laughs> this is Ohio. Oxford, Ohio, by the way, in Butler County. For those of you who don't know, population, not many. Okay. This does sound like a Disney movie. but it, It's pretty funny because I did say to Laura, I said, Laura, why don't you grab the Miami of Ohio fight song also? Let's see if Clinton really, really doesn't recognize it. No chance. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> No chance. <laughs> now this this is Michigan, right? Yes. Fight, fight, fight. Yeah. Oh, here we go. The scat the scats are back. <laughs> God, what are we gonna do when Greg steps away from the show and there's nothing but scats? All scats all the time. <laughs> is this a different song now? <laughs> it <laughs> is. It is a different is. song. See, yes, see, yes. you guys laughed at me. Yes. You don't even know. All right, turn uh, this okay, one up get, here. I can't even hear it. Yeah, just I just want to say for the record, Scott Kaplan is the person who said, "Turn that thing up." Yeah, to a college jam fight it. Song. Yeah, jam it. Okay, y'all need help? Yeah, I yes. don't have any idea. You should know this, Scott. Oh, tell me Pittsburgh. That's, tell me that's mine. That yes. is yours. <laughs> yes, <laughs> proving my point. Can we now kill this because <laughs> it's <you>. horrible? Yes. <laughs> Way to sequence that. Oh, that's very Laura, funny. Laura, that was perfect. Oh. That is songs. very funny. You couldn't, I mean, again, fight songs are cool when you're looking at your friends in the college or high school band play them because you know the work that they do every Saturday morning to get them done. Otherwise, what are we doing with these things? I couldn't identify. I, I guess we kind of heard Notre Dame and thought Notre Dame or Michigan. Greg was able to bring up USC. Is this UCLA? No. Uh-uh. She's just throwing him in now. All right, yeah, it's my kidding. time to go. You guys have fun with this. <laughs> All right, goodbye. Have See fun. See you later, Greg Bergman. Good luck in your uh, back your to back to school. Stuff. What was that one, Laura? That one was Texas, and then I'm going to play this one okay. as Greg leaves. Oh, I've heard this one. Yeah, I've heard this one, too. UCLA. There it is. Oh, <laughs> where? where? <laughs> is this really UCLA? It is. That's perfect. That was perfect. Now, that's really interesting because that's one that I was like, oh, I know this song, but I didn't know that it was UCLA. Yeah, it's UCLA's. I hope they're playing it this weekend. UCLA and LSU. I mean, I'm curious to see what happens. You know, we were talking about it yesterday. LSU was, and I'm putting this in quotes, only a three-point favorite when most of us would have thought that a school Shocking. from the SEC comes to take on a team that prior to last week when they beat Hawaii, that's the first out-of-conference win that Chip Kelly has had as the UCLA head coach. To think LSU is going to come cross-country, Ed Ogeron coming back to town, and, and they're only a three-point favorite. Let's see what happens this weekend. Hold on. That's the first out-of-conference win Chip Kelly's ever had? Yeah, that or was like... kind of – yeah. No, that was like the big story this last week was that in Chip Kelly's, whatever it is, three years at UCLA, UCLA did not have one out-of-conference win what under Chip Kelly. scheduling? I feel like you get a cupcake – what do you call them, a tune-up or a warm-up game? Yeah. They yeah. don't do any of those there? They have, and believe it or not, lost they've them. lost some of these games. Yeah. You know, They'll schedule a Mountain West Conference team and wind up losing the game. Right. Colorado State shows up and bangs you out, and then it's not so fun anymore. Right. 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 Okay. Then okay. it's not a tune-up anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get it. Wow. 
I didn't realize that. I mean, I hate to sound ignorant, but like, you know, UCLA football is something I'm learning about, not something I know about. And that's, wow, man. That right. was pretty surprising. All yeah. right, stick around, everybody. Uh, we got one more to go. And uh, Clinton's getting ready to take off for Wisconsin, Penn State, which is why I was really thinking about all this college football stuff. I hear you. And, uh, and I'm going to try and convince Laura to once again do an Instagram Live for four hours tonight. Stick around. Lots more to get to. This is Sedano and Cap. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Banger. I want to be down. I want to be down with you. I almost this started singing too. This is what was playing <laughs> when I went to see the Rocketeer. Maybe not, but like I feel <laughs> like this was in the same era of, of jams. I love the word banger, by the way, because um, I love this one guy who's a Peloton instructor. His name is Alex Toussaint. Clinton, are you down with a Peloton bike? No, I'm not. I am down with the Peloton app because I understand that's what the real value is. Some people, I know a lot of people that have non-Peloton bikes who use what I call it, Nordic track and an iPad as opposed yeah. to getting the whole Peloton. Oh, know, dude, so. I did that forever, man. I, I yeah. did. I used the Peloton app and I had a different stationary bike and I just used it. But there's a guy named Alex Toussaint and he um, teaches these classes and he calls them club bangers. And, yeah. and he'll do a 30 minute or a 45 minute club banger ride. And every song that you want to hear or that for someone like myself, I kind of need to know to kind of try and stay cool. Right. Um, he plays them, dude. That's good. And, uh, that's, how, that's how you keep up with the kids? That's how. That's it. It's not like it used to be where I would hear songs on the radio. Now it's I get my songs on Alex Toussaint's Club Bangers rides on, on Peloton. <laughs> Let me ask you, though. Have you ever been in a situation? Like, how do you Peloton? Does your does the woman you, you love or care about, is she involved in the workout situation? I ask this because <laughs> there, has been, there have been some controversies among gentlemen that I know about who they choose to Peloton with in terms of the instructor. You know, I might know a guy who had to get rid of his Peloton because his wife was not a fan of the instructor that he was a fan of. Oh, this my is a God. thing that has entered my world. That is hilarious. Um, no, my girlfriend doesn't have any problem with any of my Peloton instructors. There's two female Peloton instructors that I love. Um, one, her name is Kendall Tool. To be clear, I'm familiar with zero Peloton instructors. Okay. I was not leading you anywhere, so no, I don't know anything about these people. This girl, Kendall, she um, she's a former USC cheerleader. And um, she's actually, I got to tell you, this is going to sound a little crazy, but she's been like a monster influence in my young daughter, my 17-year-old daughter's life, because she talks a lot about mental health and her own personal struggles. And, uh, and so she's like really, really motivational. In fact, at the end of every class, she says, remember, they can knock you down, but they can never knock you out. And I'm like, okay, you know, sounds cool. But like it resonated with my daughter. So I'm like, I'm really into Kendall Tool. And then there's another one. Her, her name is Olivia. Gosh, I can't think of her. Olivia Amato. And she's okay. super cute, six-pack abs, great lipstick. She's, she's also a phenomenal instructor, great classes. So, yeah, I mean, my girlfriend's totally cool with me, with the hot chicks that are teaching the classes. Because they're way out of your league, so that's not even a problem. 
That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I mean, they're they're like, you know, in New York in a studio and, you know, I'm in my garage, you know. No, so. I mean, it's fine. You're working out. That's yeah. working out for her, for yeah. you, rather. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, this segment of Sedano and Cap is being brought to you by Sam and Ash Law. You know, it's really a big deal that you call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call our friends at Sam and Ash Law, 1-800-304-2000, 1-800-304-2000, because you deserve what's right clinton it is so amazing to me this is why i love live talk radio mm -hmm. it always fascinates me what people pick up on as the show goes on um earlier today we were talking about carrying cash or not carrying cash and we got a lot of tweets about that then we started talking about what job would you like to have that you would be really good at that wouldn't exactly be, you know, the sexiest job in the world but you think you'd really be good at it i chose baggery bagging groceries Right. I think you chose garbage man. Garbage man. Yes. You get to know things about people. It's like a it's like an urban journalist. You get to go through people's trash sort of sort of, you know what I'm saying? You know? You get to throw stuff. It's a physical there's an, there's an element of physicality that I like. And you get to ride unencumbered in city streets in 2021 on the back of a truck. You know what I'm saying? That's like yeah. illegal in half the states in America now for good yeah. reason, you know? Yeah. But those guys get to do it. I should. always felt like the garbage man, the tough job of the garbage man was the smell of the garbage in the back of the truck. Yeah, I mean, that's clearly the number one hurdle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that's why I'm sort of speaking of it this way. Like, if you are of the strength, it's like saying, I always thought the number one reason I wasn't in the NBA is because I wasn't tall enough. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's part of it. But if you can deal with that, it seems like it's a pretty fun gig. I don't know that I can deal with the smell, but what they do appears to be pretty fun. And like kids like you. You know what I mean? That's the other part that makes it a fun job. Just interesting how people pick up on this stuff. Uh, Starfish and Coffee tweets us. He said, I had one of those kinds of jobs that you guys were talking about, and it was really fun, and I was really good at it. He was a ride operator at Magic Mountain. Wow. I mean, I'm scared of, like, all roller coasters at this point in my life. Like, the engineering of these things and the people that have to run them, I could not imagine the level of stress you have to deal with when you're like wrangling kids, teenagers making out, parents trying to overcome their fears to prove things to people. Oh, it's like you're like a psychologist and all you have to do is move a joystick and they're not paying you enough. That's scary. Good job out of him. Here's uh, Beto and Whittier who says, um, I like the idea of bagging groceries in a certain way and I really appreciate Mr. Yates's method. He's talking about your dad. Yeah. He said, um, I'd also be a good navigation system because I've driven all of SoCal my entire life. So he's saying he's like a, like a, like a Sherpa? I don't know. I guess he knows his directions, you know? I guess he knows <laughs> where driver. he's going. I mean, there was a time when, you know, you had to actually tell cab drivers where you were going, and if they knew the directions, you'd give them a bigger tip. Those days are over now because everybody's using the navigational apps, but I, I respect the person who knows how to read a map. Here's a guy who's explaining to us that if we ever played NCAA football, the uh, video game, then we would have heard and we would have known all of the college fight songs. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. And, they all uh, sound the same, bro. They all, thank you. Um, here's another guy that says, speaking of annoying fight songs, UCLA stole their fight song from Cal Berkeley. Oh. So fight on. Wow. Fight song, rap battle, chalk talk. He is a Trojan fan, so whatever. Through the roof. <laughs> oh, whatever. All the old geezers down at the thing. I remember <laughs> that time when USC stole their fight song from my old buddy McGillicuddy at UCLA. 
I'm joking. But I have fun. literally been waiting since 4 o'clock this afternoon for Central Florida to play Boise State. They've been in a two-hour and 45-minute rain delay in Orlando, Florida, and they are just underway. Football junkie, guilty, what can I tell you? Let me Clinton, tell you, they get they get after it down there in Orlando, too. i got a couple friends that went to UCF. It's going to be a fun night in O-Town, player. I love games like this where you have two teams from mid-major conferences who yep. both have at one time come up with like big score wins and think that they belong with the big boys. You remember Boise State years ago in the uh, Fiesta Bowl knocked off Oklahoma and Central Florida had an undefeated season and in their stadium they're like national champions of whatever year it was. Like they took credit for a national championship even though they were never awarded a national championship and they couldn't even get into the playoff, but they were undefeated, so they called themselves That was a little champions. ridiculous, to be fair, but Boise State's win over Oklahoma was probably a top-five college football moment of my life, not even joking about that. And as somebody that went to a mid-major that used to knock off a team or two here and there, I totally get this, bro. I, listen, I went to Miami of Ohio. It was the Mid-American Conference. Tuesday and Wednesday night primetime games were the biggest deal in the world. I totally love this environment, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not a big fan of claiming national titles you didn't win. Scott yeah. Frost, what are we doing? And I love mid-majors um, that come up with big upsets. I think just the other day, we, it was like the 14-year anniversary of the day that Appalachian State went to the big house and knocked off Michigan, which was like one of the greatest football, college football upsets of all time. Yeah, that was a great play, and it ended on a great play, too. Yeah, as I, I recall, mean, was, was it a blocked great, field goal? Great game. That went it was to a the blocked house? field goal that went to the house to seal it, and it was in the – I mean, that was – that's probably a top – that's a top five moment in college football history in my life, too. You know, it's a great game. All right, so you're going this week because tomorrow DeMarco Farr will be in, and yep. uh, DeMarco will be back. You know, he spent uh, last Friday, he went with the Rams up to Denver, see the final preseason game. And tomorrow, I can tell everybody, I suspect with DeMarco, who can talk about anything, he loves basketball, he loves baseball. Obviously, we'll get into the Dodgers and the Giants, and we'll take a look at that series because both teams are going to be tied for first place in San Francisco. But I think we'll wind up talking a lot of NFL football tomorrow and a lot of college so. football. Guys and, got a and, ring, yeah. Yeah, and, and you're, you're heading out now to Wisconsin, Penn State, and you've been kind of talking to us all week long about what a pain in the butt it seems to be to get travel plans from L.A. to Madison, Wisconsin. How'd you wind up doing? I'm ending up, I'm going to be going through, I think, Minneapolis to Milwaukee. Sorry, I had a brain fart there. Um, and I'm driving from Milwaukee to Madison. But basically what I'm going to be doing is with Nissan and Heisman House and ESPN, uh, you know, we have a promotional party that's before the game. So if you want to drop through, come through. It'll be on my socials, at Clinton Yates, you know. Get the party started, bro. You know how it is working in radio. These promo events, these remote events, we were out at Hollywood Park uh, Casino last week. It's going to be the same kind of deal, just not live on air, just having fun with your boy. You know, it should be a good one. I like Madison. Um, I've never been there for a game day before, so this should be very exciting. I know a bunch of people that are either from there or went there, so I'm very excited about this. I will be packing a red T-shirt. That's all i, I got to say. I'm that. telling you right now, my daughter, who's 17, who's a senior in high school, left today to go to Madison, Wisconsin, with a couple of friends of hers and their parents because they went to Wisconsin. Yeah. And they're going up for the game, and I told my daughter, I'm like, my friend Clinton is hosting this event real close to the game on Saturday afternoon, so if you want to get involved in the festivities, and you know, it's going to be... It's going to be a great crowd. I mean, I appreciate that. I'll send you the details. I don't want to sort of just give them out right now, but like I'll send you the details. They'll be on my social. would love to see them. Love to press the flesh. This is my kind of carrying on, as we like to say. So I appreciate that, Scott. And yeah, it'll be a great time. Madison, show up. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing some pictures as she finds you. This will be cute. Should be um, fun. Laura, 
let me just yeah, ask there. you before we get mm -hmm. out of here. I so enjoyed your Instagram live last night. Now, explain to me what happened because it went on and on and on for hours <laughs> to the point where I kind of thought you've been drinking the whole time. What oh, happened? I, I definitely was drinking. So, I, you guys, I told you guys I went on a rant um, earlier the day before about my hair and don't touch my hair, whatever, right? So people were like, yo, you need to do more Instagram lives. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not a big, huge fan. And yesterday I was avoiding homework and doing my schoolwork. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a glass of wine and just go on live and see if anybody pops up. And people showed up. And it was like people from high school and friends and listeners. And I just, we just literally just talked about life, about, you know, being on air and what I've been doing since high school and just life. And I drank a bottle and a half of wine very cheap wine and then people are like yo the Dodgers won and I was like yo let's take a shot and people are like let's do it so I was like well if I do it you somebody has to come and take it with me and actually a listener Brendan came on he's like I'll take a shot I gotta go to work but I'll take a shot and he took a shot and somebody else came on and took a shot and you were very popular aka yeah. yesterday's price is not today's price no we like to say. no 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 it's not it's it will never go down that long right. ever <laughs> yeah no I mean that was That's a long ass Instagram live girl yeah, but it was fun. It yeah, was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I would never do that again, but it was fun. <laughs> well, Sidebar, when I was wild, there, I wild liked pick it. pick six in, your, in the game you were watching. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, Boise State in, in Central Florida. Is that what happened? Boise yes. State had a pick six? Yes. It was fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God. Fantastic play. Pick six from inside the 10-yard line, which is our favorite kind of pick sixes. Hey, the second half is kicking off between Ohio State and Minnesota. Clinton, who would have thought that Minnesota would have a 14 to 10 lead over Ohio State to start the second half? I just texted my boy. His name is Sam. He is from Minnesota. He didn't go to Minnesota. And I said, the guys on set, these rowboater fans, because you know, row the boat, they're incredible because the guys are going nuts on the Fox set. He wrote back and he goes, I've had six to seven IPAs and I'm ready to believe. <laughs> That's fantastic. That hey, Clinton, fantastic. it's been a great week. Um, DeMarco's in tomorrow. Have a very safe travel day tomorrow Thanks, sir. appreciate and, that and go enjoy that wisconsin penn state game because i think you're gonna have a blast man that's gonna be a great place to be at i'm pumped up about it scani i'll be there greg bergman enjoy your zoom call with the other parents and the teacher and back to school night laura romo i'm gonna beg you once again to do an instagram live demarco's in tomorrow we're back until then peace everybody